Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of Here and Now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. is Friday evening at, let's see, what time is it? 8.20. How'd it get to be after 8 o'clock again? Last few nights, it's uh, been a little bit later, not getting as much done in the mornings. That's okay. Uh, Today is episode 2.10, and it's 11 of 52, which means I have 41 of these to go. Oof, but I've done 11. That's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Even with uh, technical difficulties yesterday and uh, got them worked out a little bit more tonight. So grateful for that. And we'll just keep plugging along. I'm excited. I have a special guest coming on Sunday. So we'll have a a special episode then. Um, I didn't really have a topic today. It's kind of like a meeting. Does anybody have a topic? And then there's that weird moment of silence where everybody sits there. And we all know that we all have a topic in us, right? Everyone sitting in that room or wherever you are doing your recovery gig, we all have a topic somewhere inside of us. And uh, so what I wanted to talk about, I just was kind of digging around in some books and literature I have here with me at this table. And I have this little book here. It's called Unlearn. 101 Simple Truths for a Better Life, and it's by a guy named Humble the Poet, Humble the Poet, and he's got a chapter in here called The Gift of Fear, and I don't know if this guy's an addict or alcoholic, I don't, I heard him on a podcast, imagine that, I don't, I might listen to a podcast here and there, Um, and so I picked up his book, it's one of those books that you can just kind of open up and read from time to time, it's not a straight through front to back deal. There's just little chunks, little bits of information in here. But uh, there's a couple really good things in here about fear. And I thought uh, I'd just read this and then talk about it a little bit. And then I have have a couple of my own ideas about fear that I wanted to, uh, to throw out there as well. All right. So here we go. This is on page 13 of the Unlearned Book by Humble the Poet, and it's chapter four, The Gift of Fear. Fear is a gift. I'm talking about the fear we have that gives us a jolt when, when in danger. The jolt gives us either what's necessary to deal with that danger or what's necessary to get the fuck out of the way. That type of fear is something we only feel in the present, and it generally lasts for a short time. Humans are funny creatures because we can carry fears even when out of, con- out of danger. If you've ever been a victim of a crime, you know how it lingers and disrupts the normalcy of your life for quite some time. It messes with your sleep, keeps you on edge in seemingly safe situations, and can serve to paralyze you when you try to move forward. 
On top of that, we have this awesome, in parentheses, remembering that the word awesome doesn't always mean a good thing, ability to create fear, not only in ourselves, but also in others. These fears include, but are not limited to, fear of failure, fear of disappointment, fear of embarrassment, fear of loss, fear of change, and fear of truth. These fears are technically considered phobias because they're irrational and don't actually involve danger. Asking that girl for her number and having her reply with an ew, no, isn't going to be the end of your existence. It may feel shitty, and the desire to not feel shitty may keep you from asking her. The same way the fear of disappointing others keeps you from switching out of biology class into a modern dance class, dating outside your bubble, or leaving your job as a teacher to be a rap singer. These phobia-type fears aren't gifts like the adrenaline rush you get when the car in front of you stops suddenly and you need to react too sweet. That adrenaline goes away after a few minutes since it has served its purpose. Phobias only seem to grow in magnitude and multiply. We all have these phobias, and the ones we carry are as unique as we are. As a mass of people, we can have collective phobias, and these phobias have been exploited and used to control us like lab rats for decades. We avoid these excuse me, we avoid those feelings by playing it safe or playing along. I'm going to read that again. We avoid these feelings by playing it safe or playing along. Our fear of exclusion motivates our assimilation. Our fear of not being noticed motivates our, our, lo- our loud behavior. Our fear of loneliness motivates the personal sacrifices and compromises we think are necessary to be accepted by others. We are all doing the same dance, but think we are in it alone because we are moving to different music. The courage we need to, de- to develop is not the knight in shining armor, super-duper confidence, unfazed courage. It's the recognition of what we fear and deciding that even with the tiniest baby steps, we move forward despite it. What your fear isn't, what you fear isn't the roadblock. Allowing the fear to keep you from moving is the real obstacle. FDR said during one of America's lowest times, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Whenever I have issues or find myself feeling uneasy or hesitant, I ask myself, what are you afraid of? Answering that question clarifies who I am, and it's the first step to overcoming that fear. In most cases, what I fear is dramatically worse than the reality of the situation. That's huge. As I go through these adventures, being a public figure and hear every opinion across the spectrum, everything I ever feared people would think of me, they already have. Yet here I am, still breathing, beard still soft, rhymes only getting better, learning lessons even quicker. I've seen people dig themselves out of holes a million times worse than some of my created phobias. No one is fearless, but the bravest people I know are those who are most in tune with their fears and phobias and have decided to not let them get in the way of their happiness. As always, this is going to require you to have a conversation with yourself to discover these fears. Identifying them will be the first step to conquering them. Sounds like a four-step fear inventory to me.
As always, this is going to require you to have a conversation with yourself. Um, I was reading something earlier in my journaling book I'm doing right now, and it was talking about how on the spiritual path we're always coming back to ourself. Always coming back to ourself. Always coming back to ourself. And I think for me, anyway, in my humble opinion, and remember this podcast is Thea's opinion for the most part. I'm not an authority on anything. Um, you know, 12 steps is a spiritual is a spiritual journey. And we're always coming back to ourselves, always coming back to ourselves. And even in program, we can look outside ourselves over and over again. I mean, I know that I, I do. Um, and, you know, it, it never fills the void. It never truly fills the hole. <clears throat> and I have to keep coming back to myself and keep coming back to myself and keep staying on that journey and being willing to seek. And for me, one of the things it is, it's these fears, you know, what are, what is getting in my way? The fear of doing the fourth step is way worse than actually doing the fourth step. You know, that fear of the first day at the gym is way worse than the actual first day at the gym or whatever it is that, that you may be having fear about. Maybe that's that first sponsee. Maybe you're, Somebody's asked you to, to be their sponsor. Oh, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't be someone's sponsor. What do I have to share? What do I have this? What, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We can, you can, I can only share what I have. I can't give you $5 if I don't have $5. And this thing doesn't work by osmosis. So I have to be willing to to give it away. I have to be willing to move through my, through, move through my fears. And, you know, fear is something for me that's never really gone away. Sometimes I, I sit around in meetings and I hear people talk about how they don't have any fears. And I think, bullshit, bullshit, you don't have any fear. And if you don't have any fear, are you doing anything with your life? Because I think it's good to have some fear. You know, are you doing things? I should keep it on me. Am I doing things that are that are a little scary, you know, there's that saying, do something that scares you every day. Or are you, or am I staying in my, in my little bubble? You know what? I do my 10 step, you know, thingy and I, I don't have any fear. Well, you're not doing anything to have any fear. You've built this perfect bubble where, um, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. God, I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person that wakes up a little in the morning and has a little fear, like, whew, what's today going to bring? <laughs> and that's something I struggle with because I still wake up most days with fear. I don't, I don't think it's a good fear on a lot of the days. Those are still things I'm working through, but um, that's Betty, Betty the bitch. <clears throat> but, you know, some fears are good, and it's a natural thing. If I see a bear, if I meet a bear face-to-face, I'm going to have some fear. I might think, wow, look, a bear. But then I'd be like, oh, shit, a bear. So, you know, those are those are interesting concepts to have. We should be doing things that, like I said, in my op- opinion. Um, and I have a note here in my journal, my podcast journal somewhere. Maybe no fear is because you're too comfortable. It was one of my topics I wanted to talk about. 
maybe some of, like I said, maybe some of these folks that don't have any fear, it's because life is just too comfortable. And that's okay too, right? Um, there's nothing wrong with that. If, if that's the choice that somebody's made and that's what they choose to do, that is totally okay. Um, but I want to live my life and I want to live it to the fullest. I didn't get clean to just sit around the rooms of NA or AA or whatever A and, and not live. I want to live. I didn't live. Right? I spent a lot of time in the bathroom, in the closet, doing the things that I did. And I don't want to go back to that. Because to me, the no fear closet of recovery, ugh. Now, I can hide in the rooms of AA and NA. And I'm not, I'm not willing to hide in there. I'm not willing to sit around in there and be the one, hmm, how do I want to say, <clears throat> and be the one that, you know, is the big dog on the block or whatever. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's 8.32 on Friday night. This is what I do on a Friday night, you guys. I, I make silly little podcasts. Um, but yeah, this was good. This was a good topic. Um, as usual, I hope somebody got something out of it. I think that's a good place to stop. One nugget. I hope you got one nugget out of this. If one person got one nugget, then the goal has been accomplished. Um, like I said, I have a special guest coming on Sunday. You guys will get your Saturday one tomorrow. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to keep rolling. And I'm, I'll be honest, there's fear. I have fear about this. Am, am I going to accomplish it? Am I going to make it? I didn't want to do this tonight. I was kind of sitting here like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. But now that I've done it and, and had the opportunity, I, uh, as always, I feel better. So anyway, I hope you guys have a great Friday night and, um, peace out. All right, everyone. That's another episode of the corner of here and now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. And the song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.